Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, we are talking about foam rolling, massage gunning, uh, any intervention, massage, where physical touch is applied to your skin, to your muscles, etc. And what is that doing? What is it not doing? Should we use it? How to use it? All of the things. So we're going to get right into that. But before we do, I just want to tell you that um, for those of you who have left reviews, I cannot thank you enough. We don't do ads on this podcast. I try to keep these episodes really concise and to the point and helpful. And so your reviews mean so, so much to us. So if you haven't left a review and you would like to, that would mean the world to us on Apple Podcasts. If you listen on Spotify, you can give your star rating now on Spotify. If you could just take a second or two and do that, that helps us so, so much, helps us to grow so that we can get the word out to more people. All right, so let's dive right in. I am not messing around today. We're going to get into what does foam rolling, massage gun, massage, all of those things, what is that doing for your body? And I'm going to specifically refer to foam rolling today, but a lot of this applies also to, again, just any kind of physical pressure, physical touch. So what is it doing? Mostly what a massage roller or foam roller is doing is it's stimulating what's called mechanoreceptors. Mechanoreceptors are these little organs that live in your tissues that take in inputs from your environment and feed that information via nerves, through your spinal cord, back up to your brain. And your brain determines an output that is appropriate based on the input that it's getting from those mechanoreceptors. So your mechanoreceptors are just like little messengers that live in your tissue to communicate up to your brain so that your brain can make an informed decision about the output, the muscle tension, the muscle relaxation, the um, amount of tension that you need to hold in your body based on that information from your environment. So this is why massage guns, foam rollers, whatever, can make you feel more supple immediately afterwards because it's stimulating these little mechanoreceptors, these little organs that live in your tissues that are signaling to your brain, okay, we're safe, you can relax, and your brain is what sends the signal back down to your tissues to release gripping and muscles, and it gives you temporary improvements in mobility. Foam rolling, massage, whatever, can also improve blood flow, which may have a positive effect on muscle recovery. However, you don't need to do massage and foam rolling in order to have an increase in blood flow. Really, any type of movement can increase your blood flow and therefore have positive effects on muscle recovery. So like walking would pretty much have the same effect of increasing blood flow to your body. Okay, so that's what foam rolling is doing is that it's stimulating these little neuroreceptors that live in your tissue. And when those little receptors are stimulated, sends a signal up to your brain and your brain may respond with a certain output. And that output often with foam rolling is a release in muscle gripping. So you get temporary mobility improvements. So here is what foam rolling or massage or whatever is not doing. It's not making up for overuse. No amount of foam rolling will make up for a routine uh, will make up for a routine that's overstimulating muscles and not giving your immune system the opportunity to heal. 
we cannot out foam roll or outstretch or out massage gun a routine that's damaging. And a damaging routine is not really an effective routine. Harder is not always better. And I say that in almost every episode, but it's worth it. Um, it's worth really driving home. A damaging routine is not an effective routine because your body doesn't have the opportunity to heal and actually benefit from the work that you're doing if all you're doing is layering inflammation and damage on top of damage, right? So that's not a routine that will move you forward, especially not in the long run. So no amount of foam rolling will make up for overuse or for a routine that's over damaging. Foam rolling is also not lengthening certain tissues, especially tissues like your IT band. So the IT band is a, a tissue that is often foam rolled and it's actually a really long tendon. And at the top is a muscle called your tensor fasciolata and also your glute max has fibers that run into the IT band. That that tensor fasciolata, that muscle at the top of your hip will contract and relax and pull on that IT band. So the IT band isn't the one doing the contracting and relaxing. It's just kind of the tendon that's attached to a muscle that's doing the contracting and relaxing. So by just rolling your IT band and kind of like torturing yourself, uh, it might not have a huge payoff, right? Because it's not changing the length of that IT band or of that tissue. It's not like it's, you know, breaking anything up there. It's just, you're just kind of probably, again, torturing yourself for no reason. So it's also probably not breaking up scar tissue. So I think there's a lot of mixed evidence and lots of confusion still in the literature about like breaking up scar tissue with massage or with tools or breaking up fascia or whatever. There's lots of conflicting evidence. I really don't want to get into it too much because to be honest, I haven't found a conclusive like statement of really one way or the other, but odds are foam rolling at this point, it looks like foam rolling massage guns, whatever, probably are not breaking up scar tissue. Again, they're affecting those neuroreceptors that live in the tissues. And then lastly, foam rolling might not have a super long-term effect on mobility. Foam rolling can increase blood flow, can improve your uh, parasympathetic nervous system, which allows you to feel more relaxed, and therefore your mobility might improve temporarily. But from the literature that I've read, it doesn't seem to have long-term effects on mobility. So all that to say, should you be foam rolling? And I think that a more impactful question to ask is, is your workout routine so intense and causing so much damage that you have to do all these extra things just to stay above water? And when I was a practicing physical therapist, I was always searching for the root of what was causing someone's pain, not just like massaging them and giving them stretches to make them temporarily feel better and then their symptoms would come back, right? Because that's just kind of a Band-Aid effect. And the same applies to this. So yes, foam rolling may give you some temporary relief and I think there's lots of value to that. But it can be a Band-Aid if you're using it as a tool to just try to keep you above water from a workout routine that's damaging your body, right? So instead of just perpetually covering up the symptoms, let's look at creating a fitness routine that won't cause a ton of soreness and won't cause a ton of damage and won't make you feel the need to get massages and foam roll all the time just to keep you above water. 
And yes, soreness is common and it will happen. And it happens to me and happens to Evelyn members. It's it's not the end of the world. But if you're constantly sore and constantly achy, that's a sign that you might be doing too much and that you're on the verge of burning out physically or and or getting injured. And the beauty is, is that you really don't need to completely hammer your body into the ground to see muscle growth. In fact, that's probably detrimental over time and a waste of energy since you'll have a harder time recovering from a workout routine that's over damaging. And when you can't recover, you can't stay consistent. And I'd actually argue that working harder and completely, you know, breaking your body down and breaking down your muscles too much is actually not ideal for hypertrophy and muscle growth because it means that you need more time to recover and can't optimally work that muscle with enough frequency because it's not actually able to recover. So truthfully, we should be asking ourselves, what is the minimum amount of stress I can put my body through? that will continue to slowly move me forward. Because not only will that be more sustainable, but you'll be more consistent because you won't feel like you got hit by a truck all the time. (laughs) And you'll start to enjoy your workouts knowing that they're not going to make you, you know, feel horrible. And when you look forward to them, it's something that you're more likely to stick to and stay consistent with. And consistency really is the key for most things in our health, including hypertrophy and muscle growth. So you'll start to develop a better relationship to movement in your body when you kind of reframe your workouts in this way. And that really is how you make exercise a part of your life forever. But especially in our industry, I think people want results faster, right? They want your mark. We're marketed this like 30 day fix. It's like change your body in 30 days. And I think that if we were you know, we see these before and afters of these people who have changed their body dramatically in a very short amount of time. And I think that if we followed up with those people, you know, a year later, two years later, five years later, we would see that the effects might not be sustainable for most of them. And I would argue that, you know, most of them are probably gaining their weight back and some Most of them probably are not feeling very good. They've accumulated overuse injuries. They've had to take time off. Maybe they've had to spend a bunch of money on body work. So faster is not better. And we don't want you to hammer your body into the ground so much that you have to spend a bunch of time on this recovery piece. So I'm kind of on my soapbox a little bit here, but I just think that so many people are like, well, should I foam roll more? It's like, well, let's take a look first at your routine. And if your routine is sufficient enough to be causing muscle growth but not so much that it's hammering your body into the ground you might not need to foam roll because you might not feel the need to because you're probably going to feel pretty good because here's the thing better inputs lead to better outputs and this is a neuro neuromuscular thing so when we have better inputs through our body our body our brain will produce better outputs When you give your body a balanced exercise routine where you're stimulating muscles enough to trigger protein synthesis and muscle growth, yet not so much that they require a bunch of R&R just just to get back to baseline, you start to get better results. And those outputs are mobility, feeling better, better energy, better muscle growth, and even you'll eventually over time get some hormonal benefits like 
decreased stress, balanced hunger cues, and, and even, you know, if you're a menstruating female, things like improved fertility or improved cycle regulation, things like that. So it really is, your body is an input-output system. So when we can give it better inputs consistently, our body will respond with better outputs. It's really a magical thing. Your muscles don't have a mind of their own, right? So they're controlled by your brain. So whenever we touch a muscle or massage a muscle, in order for change to happen, messages are sent up to the brain, the brain makes a decision, and then it sends messages back to that muscle to contract, relax, whatever it's doing. So if you're feeling tight and achy, those are outputs that your brain has created because of the inputs it's receiving from your environment, like you know prolonged positioning, sitting too much, or from damaging workouts or whatever it might be. And when your brain doesn't feel safe, maybe there's an accumulation of lots of damage from overuse and lots of inflammation, it will tighten you up in order to keep you from moving through ranges of motion where you could be vulnerable and potentially get injured. So tightness is an output because it's a protective mechanism. So instead of, again, looking at how can I improve my tightness, look at why is my body getting tight? Because when you can figure out why your body is getting tight and change that, then the tightness improves and you're not just using foam rolling as a band-aid to temporarily improve your range of motion and then end, end back up in the same spot that you were in before the foam rolling. So the long-term solution may not be just a foam roll and massage gun and stretch your way out of a routine that's harming your body. It's to create better inputs so that the outputs don't require all the extra R&R just to keep you above water. And if you're an Evlo member who, you know, if you're following the schedule in Evlo, you're probably not overusing your muscles. And even then, sometimes you can go through times where you're feeling a little bit more sore than usual, depending on the season of your life or whatever is going on, or maybe you're feeling a little weaker. And those are the times that it would be intuitive to reach for your foam roller or reach for your massage gun. And that's totally okay. If you want to do some foam rolling, some massage gunning because it feels really good and it helps you temporarily, I'm all for it. But I think what's really valuable is to look at you know, soreness, achiness, maybe even weakness as signs from your body that it may be beneficial to back off for a few days. So you don't have to take an entire reset week, but maybe, you know, maybe it's that you do a shorter workout, you do a mini class instead, or you, you usually do cardio. Maybe you take out the cardio that week, or maybe you just use your body weight or lighter weight in our build classes, whatever it may be. When you are getting those signals from your body, it's time to take a step back and take care of yourself a little bit more so that you can be consistent. And if you're an Evel member and you're experiencing that tightness and soreness and achiness, I actually I actually recommend going through our joint stability program, which we just restructured on the membership today, and it's under programs. So it'll take you through, first there's an intro video of how to use the joint assessment program, and then there is a joint assessment class where I walk you through your entire body and we measure kind of ranges of motion throughout your entire body and you determine where your deficits are in your body and then you go and take the corresponding classes depending on where your deficits are and in those classes we're doing really targeted muscle activations and mechanoreceptor stimulation and this improves neuromuscular firing via the inputs remember inputs lead to outputs your brain is receiving those inputs and establishing better stability and control, which in turn improves the outputs. Better outputs 
are things like better mobility, better muscle contraction, etc. So that's what to do if you're an EVO member and you might be going through a period where you're feeling like, oh, I could really benefit from reaching for that foam roller. So is there a place for foam rolling massage guns, etc.? For sure. I think that if it feels good and it relaxes you and it enjoy it and you enjoy it, I say go for it. But if you're doing it because you're putting a Band-Aid on a workout routine that's destructive, I think it really is so valuable to get real with yourself about that. And, you know, if you need to go back to an episode where I talk about the five basics for developing an effective but but sustainable exercise routine, that's episode number 39. So it might be worth going back to that to determine like, okay, am I hitting all of these five things? If you want to foam roll a massage gun because it relaxes you and it makes you feel good, here's how I recommend doing it. So I don't really think that longer is better when it comes to foam rolling. Mechanoreceptors don't need a ton of stimulation to get the benefit. So two to three swipes along any of your muscle groups, I think is plenty. And then also, I like to say don't move through pain. It should feel like a good, satisfying pain, not like a, oh my gosh, I'm torturing myself and I want to cry pain. (laughs) Remember that the point of this is to make your nervous system feel safe. And when your nervous system feels safe, that's when your mobility improves. That's when you get the benefits. So if your nervous system is sensing a threat because like, oh my gosh, this is painful, it kind of defeats the purpose, right? Because then your nervous system might tighten up areas and you might actually decrease your mobility. So so more discomfort isn't necessarily better when it comes to this. Okay, so that is my little rant on foam rolling. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful. And remember, there's eight free Evlo classes in the link in our bio. And we also have a 14-day free trial. So if you want to get in there, I do highly recommend trying the full 14 days and committing to the programming because I think that, you know, If you're sprinkling in our classes with other classes or another routine, it's not necessarily as effective because our classes are super structured. So go in there, try the classes for two weeks, see how you feel. If it's a good fit, you stay. If it's not, you can, you know, end the trial and you won't get charged. So that's also in the show notes. And that is it. Have a wonderful day, everyone. We will see you all next time. Bye for now.